Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Kylie Camps, and welcome to the podcast. This space is dedicated entirely to making a difference in the lives of women. I believe we all have a right and a responsibility to truly live our best lives. It all begins with curiosity, changing our thinking, and cultivating more self-love. Through thoughtful conversations and shared experiences, I really hope that you can take something away from this podcast. I'm a business owner, a speaker, a sleep consultant, and mum of twin boys. I've also recently completed some training in the cognitive behavioral therapy space, and I'm super, super passionate about the ability that we all have to really improve our days. And ultimately, when we take ownership of improving our days, we're really improving our whole life. So let's get stuck into today's episode. Welcome to episode 73. Today's podcast is a solo episode where I will be sharing with you a list of 15 things that you can do from home. And of course, the whole premise behind this podcast is the fact that as a nation, most of us are staying at home right now. At the time of recording this episode, we are not in full lockdown but all signs are pointing to the fact that we will likely go into lockdown. Right now, though, a lot of people are self-isolating, and if not self-isolating, then certainly practicing social distancing. So a lot of us are at home, and for people who are used to being out and about a lot, it can feel really, really confronting and uncomfortable to have to stay home. Recently on my Instagram stories, I shared a little meme and it was a funny little puppet pulling a funny face that just said, you know, that moment that you realize your day-to-day life is what other people call quarantine. And I say that very much tongue in cheek, but I am alone a lot especially given this last year that I've had because there have been so many times when I just haven't felt like going out. And I don't mean to compare choosing to not go out to lockdown or self-isolation because they are different things. But I guess what I'm saying is I've had a lot of time on my own and also working from home means that I am quite used to not having a lot of contact with people daily. But for those of you who are used to being in a really busy workplace, this can be really, really hard. So I wanted to share with you just a couple of things, well, 15 or so, that you might find helpful during this time of being forced to slow down and go inwards. And yeah, just I hope that some of these suggestions are helpful for you. 
Before we get stuck into that list though, I did want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by one of my favorite, favorite, favorite companies, which is of course Nutra Organics. I have been a partner of Nutra Organics. When I say a partner, I mean I've been promoting their products and just a huge advocate for their products for a long time now, for years. I have shared this story before, but I was first introduced to Nutra Organics through another mum that I met in a hospital. And the product that I wanted to focus on before we jump into today's podcast is that product that was first recommended to me by another mum when I was in hospital with my little guy who was suffering from glandular fever and lots of bouts of tonsillitis. He was so unwell. And this mum who was in the next bed over with her son, her and I were kind of sharing war stories on how tricky it can be when your kids just don't have a great immune system and when they don't eat a big variety of foods and how as parents you feel really, really crappy when you can't get a lot of nutrients into your kids. And it's hard. It's really, really hard because you want them to be getting enough protein and enough macronutrients and micronutrients. But sometimes no matter how much you beg, no matter how many tricks you try, all the tactics, your kids are still just fussy eaters. And I feel like I've tried every single trick in the book and some are great and others have not worked so well at all. But Thriving Powder is the product that this mum suggested to me. And at first I was very much, um, I guess, I wasn't compelled to take action on it because I'd tried other products before, including powders and supplements that doctors had recommended and pharmacists and naturopaths. And my two just would never, ever take them. Like the doctor would say to me, just get this powder from this company and it tastes like chocolate milk and your kids will love it. Not my two. It just felt like I was continually wasting money on supplements for them. And one of my biggest concerns was the fact that my two just were not eating meat or getting nearly enough protein into them. And so anyway, this mum suggested thriving powder. The name kind of just stuck in my brain for some reason. And it wasn't until, you know, a week or a couple of weeks after that exchange that I was in my local health food store and I saw some single serves of thriving powder just for sale, sat there on the counter and I thought, oh, you know, I'll throw them in the bag. They're cheap, single serving. If they don't, if they don't like them, it's no big loss. And it was the first time that I had successfully added anything other than just, you know, the standard banana smoothie combo and they drank it. And I was so, so relieved. And I've shared this before, but we started calling those smoothies, their good behavior smoothies, because it made the biggest amount of difference. Because you know yourself as an adult, if you're not getting enough carbs or protein, enough of the good stuff, you don't feel great either. And so thriving powder is safe for little ones. And the vanilla flavor is the flavor that my two really, really liked. 
And it just made me feel good knowing that I was getting some more goodness into them. So Thriving Powder is a unique raw blend of bio-fermented live organic ingredients to nourish the whole family, but it is pregnancy and breastfeeding friendly as well. And per serve, it has 14.5 grams of protein. It has a whole range of other great vitamins and minerals in there as well. I definitely recommend checking out the Nutra Organics range and have a look at the Thriving Powder because it could just be an amazing addition for your family and you can feel great knowing that it is good and safe for them. And so my discount code with Nutra Organics is Kylie Podcast, all in capitals. So if you just head to NutraOrganics.com and you type Kylie Podcast in as your discount code at the checkout, you will save 15% off their entire range. And they are super, super speedy at delivery as well. I hope that you love their products as much as I do. So that being said, let's get stuck into this episode. Okay, so number one, first things first, I think this is an amazing activity to do regardless of whether or not you are in isolation. It's just a cool thing to do for yourself. And I say cool because... I'm such a dag. Um, When I first thought about doing this, I was like, no, it's not for me. It sounds a little bit too much like scrapbooking. So completely fair and forgiven if your instinct is to go, oh no, that's not for me. But hear me out. Number one is to create a vision board for yourself. And creating a vision board can be a physical one. So it might be actually cutting things out and sticking them on a board with blue tack or tacks or glue or whatever. And that is definitely my recommended way to do it because I feel like there's something very, I don't know, cathartic about actually physically cutting out and sticking and placing things that are important to you on a board. Now, if you're not sure what a vision board is, it's basically just creating a physical representation of the things that you want to bring into your life. And you can create a vision board just for your life in general, or you might want to do it for your career or for a relationship or for any other goal that you might have. But if you've not done one before, I would suggest starting out with one that's just for your life in general. So it's not super, super specific, but it's just a vision of things that you want more of in your life and taking that action to create that physical representation of what you want more of is a really powerful way of manifesting. And then I would suggest placing that vision board somewhere that you can see it. Now, if cutting things out and making a physical vision board doesn't appeal to you, you might prefer to do a digital vision board. And that can be done via Pinterest or I'm sure there's a myriad of other apps that you can use. I'm not super tech savvy for someone who has an online business, but you can create an online one as well. Or perhaps even more like a vision 
book, a vision journal. I can remember when I was planning for my wedding, I had a book that I put everything in. And that was another great way to have like a little vision board with me, but not necessarily have one displayed all the time. Number two is to take an action and start that thing that you've always wanted to do. So if hearing me say that, you know exactly what it is, then now is the time to start. If you heard me say start that thing and you automatically thought about the blog that you've always wanted to begin or perhaps the podcast that you really want to start or a business or a service, it doesn't really matter what it is, but if you've had something in the back of your mind that you've wanted to start, maybe it's a little bit smaller and maybe it's just starting an Instagram account. You know, it could be anything, but now is a good time to start that thing, that thing that has been looming over you. Take an action and get started. And believe me, I know that it's simple for someone to sit in their house and say, get started, but getting started is what you need to do. So it could be writing out a list of actions that you're going to take and committing to taking three actions every day towards starting it. Or perhaps it's just watching a tutorial online today, just little steps towards making that thing happen because If your excuse has been time and availability, now might just be exactly what you need to focus on. And speaking of tutorials, number three is to learn a skill. Have you always wanted to learn a different language or perhaps how to build a website or code? Is there a skill that you've really, really wanted to acquire And you've kind of just kept putting it on the back burner because you don't have enough time. It could be something like just learning how to do the perfect wave in your hair or learning how to nail the wing eyeliner or a smoky eye. There are so many online courses and tutorials out there that you can learn any sort of skill. so broad. Any skill set that you're interested in you can learn online. So having a look, having a think, what is it that you might like to learn and what providers are out there that you could enroll in an online class or just watch free tutorials. Next up is practice cultivating a habit that you have wanted to master for a long time, or perhaps it's not even a long time, perhaps it's just dropped in now with all of this open space. But Habits are something I am fascinated by and I have consumed, devoured two brilliant books on habits. One is called Atomic Habits and the second is called Tiny Habits and they are great, great books. And I might even, I really want to do an episode, like a book club episode where I share some takeaways from books like that that I love. But one of the things that the author BJ Fogg speaks about in Tiny Habits is that if you want to, I guess, rewire your brain and your actions into having a habit, then it's important to practice that habit. So it could be, and the example he gives in the book is, say the habit that you really want to get into could be that you put the remote control back where it belongs or... 
um, that you put your car keys in the same spot every day. Literally practicing that over and over and over and celebrating each time you practice it will help to really cement that habit. So other habits that he speaks about, and this is BJ Fogg, he speaks about um, a habit that he wanted to cultivate was doing more push-ups. So he made a commitment to do two push-ups after he would use the bathroom. And so in the other book, Atomic Habits, James Clear speaks about habit stacking and how when you do want to form a new habit, you need to pair it with another existing habit that you already do without much effort. And so all of us go to the bathroom. So creating space or creating a habit, a practice for adding a different habit after that could be a really great segue to that new habit that you've wanted to create. Oh gosh, I hope that makes sense. It could be that you start doing two squats, three squats, four squats after you brush your teeth. And so now is a great time to practice that. Or perhaps it's that you really want to focus more on your breathing or your gratitude. And so whilst you wait for the kettle to boil throughout the day, if you're making tea and coffee, you get in the habit of once you flick that switch to boil the kettle, you take three really long, deep, purposeful breaths. Or you make it a habit to list and say it out loud three things that you are grateful for. So just have a little think and maybe jot down, are there any habits that you really want to introduce into your day and how can you practice them throughout this time of being forced to stay indoors more so than ever? Now, the next one, number five, is a biggie and an important one, and that is to declutter and to organize your home. And I've spoken about this in different episodes, most recently in the episode where I spoke about how to create spaces in your house that you love. And excuse me, I feel like I'm losing my voice. I'm sounding a bit like a robot, but we shall push on. And one of the reasons it's so important to do that right now is that we all, well, I can't speak for all of us, but a lot of us are feeling a sense of being out of control. And of course, control is kind of just an illusion anyway, but not having the ability to control our day in the way that we really want to in terms of getting out and about or the workload that we normally achieve or whatever it is, it can leave us feeling really, really out of control. And so an easy way to give ourselves a safe illusion of control is to get more organized in the home. Take some control back, take some power back. Finally tackle that third drawer down that is just filled with shit (laughs) or the linen cupboard that just has way too much stuff in it. Or for me, it's the cupboard that is right outside my office that is meant to only have a couple of towels for the downstairs area for the pool and the downstairs shower and also kids board games. But I promise you, if I showed you inside that cupboard, you would be mortified. It is just 
the place where all things go to die that I don't know what to do with. There is so much stuff in there and I need to face it and I'm going to face it throughout this time. But systematically working through different zones in your home and decluttering is such a great cathartic exercise. And it's good for you to do it, but it's also great for your kids to see you doing it as well. How many of us have habits from our parents? I would say a lot of us. And so if we are showing our children that if you don't need things, let them go, I think that's a really, really great lesson. It's a bit of a gift that we can show them. So get your kids involved. Let them choose some items to let go of and let them watch you doing the same thing. And once you do a big declutter, you can then get a bit more organized and restore that sense of calm and peace to your environment because there's so much going on now that feels so out of harmony. And if we can create a sense of harmony within our four walls, it's not going to hurt. It's only going to help. Number six is to read a book that you've wanted to read for a long time. If you're an avid reader, you will likely have a note somewhere on your phone or perhaps a screenshot. Maybe you've taken a screenshot of some of the books that I've shared over the years, but you've never gotten around to purchasing them. Jump onto Amazon Australia or wherever you get your books from, Booktopia, wherever it is, and place an order for those books that you've wanted to read, but you just haven't yet. Or If things are a bit tight, jump onto Facebook Marketplace and see if there's anyone who wants to do a bit of a local book swap where you can place your books in a bag, you can Glen 20 them, you can wipe them down and drop them at someone's doorstep or someone's letterbox because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there right now who would love new reading material and it can just be a great time to try and get into a book that you might not necessarily have the time to do otherwise. Or if you've never tried audiobooks, this is a great time to try them out. I love, love, love my audiobooks. I was just saying last night actually to a friend that I find audiobooks for topics that I want to learn about brilliant because I can pop my headphones in and listen while I'm cleaning or decluttering, organizing, folding laundry, walking, all of that stuff and learn while I'm in motion. And then I love a physical book for reading a novel, like a story to escape into. And that works really well for me. So perhaps it could work for other people out there. But definitely try an audio book, whether that's through audio, um, Audible, or I just do mine through iBooks on my iPhone. Now, speaking of audio... Another thing you could do, which is number seven, is to create some playlists. This is something that I often think, oh, I really want to set aside half an hour or an hour to sit down and create some different playlists to have handy on my phone. I use Spotify and I have sprung for Spotify premium, so there are no ads, Um, but there is Spotify free as well. And of course, there's Apple Music and I'm sure there's lots of other ones that you can use to create playlists. But it's just a chance to go, you know what? 
I actually don't have anything to do for the next half an hour. So I'm going to think of some different playlists. And the perfect example, it's probably not perfect, but maybe it's a bit embarrassing. An example I'll give you is today I spent half an hour doing that and I created like a little pop playlist of songs that I have not heard in the longest time for good reason, I'm sure, but still make me just I don't know, they just get me in a great mood and I sing along and you reminisce. And so I'll share a couple of the songs that I popped on my playlist today. I went through and I popped a few Ashley Simpson songs on, like what her song Pieces of Me and Boyfriend. And, you know, they're, they're pretty terrible, but I just love them. They take me straight back to being really young and singing my little heart out. Also, a few of Jessica Simpson's older songs, definitely. Some Mandy Moore, in particular Mandy Moore songs from that movie, A Walk to Remember. Again, just takes me straight back to being a teenager and it's a fun thing to do. So you might like to create like an 80s playlist with, you know, songs from Footloose or Dirty Dancing or whatever is on it, whatever suits you. You might be completely cringing right now and I don't blame you. Maybe your thing is death metal or techno, whatever it is, but creating a playlist because music really does have the power to transform our mood. And right now, the more things that we can do to enhance and improve our state of mind, the better. And so if you do this, I would love, 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 love you to screenshot your playlists, pop them on your story and tag me. And we can all be a little bit embarrassed about our daggy music together. And maybe it's not even daggy. Maybe it's a chilled out playlist. I have one that is a real mix of Ziggy Alberts and James Bay and just more acoustic, soothing songs for when I wake up and start the day. So different playlists for different times of the day. And when the boys were much younger, we used to be all about the Disney playlist. And right now they are all about the Pokemon playlist and it kills me, (laughs) but they love it and it makes them move and smile and that is needed. Next is to get creative in the kitchen. Perhaps you've told yourself you're not a good cook or you're not great at baking. Now could be the time to give it another crack and just have a play. Maybe there's some recipes that you have saved. Maybe it's from Instagram. You've saved someone's recipes or you've dog-eared an old cookbook and thought, oh, I need to come back to that and try that or whatever it is. Maybe given that we can't really go to our favorite restaurants right now, you want to try and recreate favorite dish. Get creative in the kitchen and it's probably a good time to get inventive as well. So using up things that you have in your pantry that you haven't touched yet because if you're anything like me, you'll have a space in your pantry that has like coconut milk or coconut cream or just lentils and things that you might not use all the time but are sitting there And you can Google some great recipes to use it all up. Go through your freezers. What have you got in there? What can you create? And it can be really fun to involve your kids as well. Did you hear that little bit of resistance when I said that? Sometimes it's not fun to involve them in the kitchen, but it can be an activity and we've got the time right now. 
I was just saying today on Instagram stories that one of my friends has started working from home. All of my friends are working from home right now. And she was saying she's struggling with eating because she just wants to snack all day. So maybe you're experiencing the same thing. So setting aside some time to create some healthier snacks and have them on hand. Or if one of your friends is feeling that way and it's safe to drop some food on their doorstep, do that. It makes you feel good because you're doing something for someone else. And it's also something to do, which is what this whole episode is all about. The next one is to create a bit of a DIY spa treatment situation for yourself. None of us are getting our nails done right now. None of us are getting pedicures. There's certainly no facials happening, no massages. So, you know, if you've got a partner, now could be a brilliant time to practice the skill of massage. And if you do not have a partner, hands up, Kylie over here, now could be a great time to practice pedicures at home (laughs) or just busting out your Esme skin products as well and doing a facial at home, having a bath, putting on some relaxing music, burning a relaxing candle or incense or diffusing a delicious aromatherapy oil while you apply your skincare routine. Just doing whatever you can to make it feel more like it's a little spa experience and looking after yourself as well. You may also find some great recipes online for like a DIY body scrub that could involve coffee and sugar and there's all sorts of things out there. So you might like to, again, this kind of leads back to my point before, getting creative in the kitchen, you might be able to make some great products that you can use on your body as well when you're doing your at-home spa treatments. Next up is to write a bit of a bucket list, although I feel like the term bucket list is a bit bit depressing, but um, recently I'm trying to think of what movie it was out of. Oh, it was in the new Sonic movie. A couple of weeks ago, I took the bugs, the boys, my kids, my twid boys, for those who don't know, to see the new Sonic movie at the cinemas. And in that there's a reference to a bucket list. And one of my little boys has just run with this terminology and he talks about it all the time. Like, mom, let's add that to the bucket list. Um, and so I had to explain what kicking the bucket means, but he still, he still goes with it. And so it could be a cool time to write a bit of a bucket list, or maybe it's just a goals list, things you want to do and see and explore and experience as a family when it's safe to do so. So I did this with my boys and one of them really, really wants to go to a maze, you know, like those mazes that are made out of hedges. And I wouldn't have known that if we didn't sit down and have a conversation about things we want to experience. And then my other little boy, he wants to go to Paris. (laughs) Um, And that came about because there's a Pokemon called Parish or Paris and we were, he was saying how much he loves that word. And then I was telling him it's a place and I was showing him photos of Paris. And so he put that on the bucket list. They also want to go to the Bahamas and swim with the piggies. So, you know, that's, that's quite, they're quite big goals. I mean, the maze, I'm sure that we can achieve fairly easily, hopefully, but just as a family, what are some things that you want to achieve and some things that you have to look forward to? Because particularly right now, 
things can feel a bit uncertain. And so having some things that you can look forward to in the future, whenever that may be, some goals to work towards, is a really great feeling to have. And like I said, it's just a conversation that you can have with your kids if they're old enough that might surprise you the things they want to do. Maybe it will be as simple as they really, really want to try rock climbing or they really, really want to learn how to, I was going to say scuba dive, but what I meant was snorkel. (laughs) Um, You know, just what are some things that they want to do and you want to do as well? So you can do a bit of a bucket list as a family and then you might even like to do one with your significant other or just for yourself. Next is to escape into a TV series or perhaps a movie that you wouldn't normally choose. So we all kind of have our favorite genres and they're our favorites for a reason. We love them. They're consistent. They're reliable. You might be really into like your fantasy or sci-fi style of things, which I'm not. Um, So perhaps I should broaden my horizons or you might be really into trashy reality TV or true crime documentaries. So lose yourself in your favorites, but then also try and lose yourself in something that you wouldn't normally go to. And I'm going to try this challenge myself. I am going to broaden my horizons, have a really good scroll through Netflix and see what else is out there that I wouldn't normally click on and give it a try. And an example of this is Animal Kingdom. You know, if you told me, if you, you know, spoke to me about the plot of Animal Kingdom, I would probably be like, meh, not really my cup of tea. But I really enjoyed Animal Kingdom, that series that is on Netflix. Netflix. And you might not, it might not be for you at all, but just, yeah, being open to trying to lose yourself in something that you wouldn't normally because... All too often, our time is so valuable and so precious. And that's why we go to our favorites, because we know that they're going to be reliable. We stick to the same genre, but we've got a bit of time. We've got a bit of time to explore other things. So give it a go. And it might not even be a series. It could be watching a movie that has subtitles, you know, a French film that you would never normally try and watch but you might find yourself getting lost in it. Or perhaps you've always thought, oh, musicals aren't my thing, but give it a go and just see because we're not getting much variety outside the house. So we might as well try and bring some inside the house. And speaking of variety, given that gyms are all shut down at the moment, it could be a great time to try a new way of moving. So if like me, you are a regular gym goer, this could be a chance for you to try something different like online fitness classes. You might sign up for a series of online Pilates lessons or dance lessons or just try, try and create your own circuits at home. It's a really, really cool chance to get inventive and creative with different ways of moving your body. And it can also be a great chance to not move your body, to pause and not be as focused on movement. But if you do genuinely enjoy moving and like me, feel like that will keep you sane, 
then it's a really good time to get creative. And rather than getting hung up on the things you can't do, it's okay. This is the situation. So what can I do? So I would normally head to the gym a couple of times a week and I've just replaced that with doing some circuits in my garage, which is what I used to do when the boys were really little. And I have to say, I've been really, really enjoying it. So much so that I don't know if I'll go back to the gym. I really, really like the convenience of training from home. And I guess I started going to the gym because I wanted that social interaction. But when I'm at the gym, I'm very much not social, (laughs) antisocial. So I've really, really enjoyed it right now, training from home. So perhaps getting creative and seeing what you can do. I want to look into some dance cardio classes online, perhaps just for something different. So I'll keep you posted on that one. But yeah, just different ways to move. One of my girlfriends has also hired an exercise bike as well through this time because she just wants to be able to keep up with cycling. So yeah, just, you know, getting a bit inventive there. The next one is a bit, (laughs) speaking of bucket lists earlier, this one's a little bit depressing at a glance, but bear with me. It is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant self-reflective action exercise that you can do and that is to sit down and write out your own eulogy. I've heard a couple of people recommend this in the self-development space and it's confronting. It's really, really confronting to sit down and write out your own eulogy but what you'll find is all of a sudden you really realize what's actually important to you. It makes you come face to face with how you want to live your life and how you want to be remembered and what you want your legacy to be. And it's an exercise that I have done recently amongst a few other things and I feel like I'm going through a real paradigm shift of what's important. And so that can be a really great exercise to do. Maybe just warn your partner (laughs) that it's just a self-development exercise. You're not going anywhere, but you just want to get curious about your own life story and the things that you hope that you'll be remembered for. The next one is kind of in line with that, I guess, and that is to take the time to write an appreciation letter to the people in your life that matter the most and or people in your life that you don't know well, but you really appreciate. So stick with me on this one. I, in line with the eulogy thinking, have been thinking about how much it sucks that often it takes a funeral for people to get really clear about the things that they love about someone, or I guess not get clear about them, but to verbalize them. I think it's such a shame that it's at a funeral that we stand up and we say these amazing things about the people that we've lost. And yes, it's an important part of that whole process of mourning and grieving and letting go and releasing those emotions. But imagine if we had the chance to sit there and hear our loved ones say beautiful things about us whilst we are alive. And the thing is, 
we all have that chance. So write a letter, you know, write a letter to your grandparents, write a letter to your parents, your aunt, your uncle, tell them how much they mean to you. Not that you think that they're going to die anytime soon, but just that you wanted to express the things about them that you're grateful for or what they've taught you or how much you look up to them. I think that that's just a really great thing to do. And right now, you might have the time and space to do it. So writing that letter to people that are in your life or writing a letter to someone that's not in your life. Maybe there's someone that you follow on Instagram who just lights up your day and you feel so aligned with and you've never even left a comment on their page because that's just, you just don't operate that way. But maybe setting aside the time to send them an email or a direct message or actually leaving that comment and saying, hey, I appreciate you showing up every day for these reasons. Or maybe it's a letter to the local pharmacist who is staying open during this time. And just a letter that says, I appreciate you showing up and keeping this shop open. It really puts you in a space of gratitude. And last but not least, some mindfulness activities. A few things that you could do could include things like some jigsaw puzzles from home, particularly the really intricate ones. Now, full disclosure here, I struggle with puzzles to have the patience to do them. I don't feel a massive amount of fulfillment when I complete one, but it is an activity that will keep you in the moment. And so perhaps trying a puzzle is a great idea or even coloring in. I often just sit beside the kids and color in. And recently I was at my dad's house and my niece had been doing some coloring in sheets and I sat and I was coloring in and she saw it and she was so impressed with the coloring and she's taken it home and I'm not definitely not bragging about my coloring because I'm not great, but it had been a long time since I had colored with a real intention, like shading and drawing and adding details. And it's just a nice little way to focus your attention on something that can give you that bit of escapism. So I hope that these suggestions have been helpful for you. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you do take a screenshot and pop it up on your stories. I know right now, more than ever, every small business appreciates it. And I appreciate it so, so much. Anytime someone chooses to share the podcast, it means the world to me. So please do take that screenshot, share it. Don't forget to share your playlist with me as well. I really hope that you and your loved ones are safe and well And I hope that as a nation, we get through this quickly and with as minimal damage as possible. It is a very, very scary time. And one thing that I wanted to add, whilst we are amongst this pandemic chaos, don't be afraid to allow yourself quiet moments of space. Because when we do have quiet moments of space where we're doing nothing, That's when our great ideas can drop in. So yes, I've just shared with you some things that you can do, but please don't feel like you need to fill every single moment. White space is great. 
And also don't be afraid to protect yourself from the news at times. Yes, we need to be informed, but we do not need a continual, constant barrage of negativity. So stay informed, but if it's affecting your anxiety, if it's affecting your state of mind, don't be afraid to shield yourself for a little while and give yourself a bit of a time out from all that's going on. Take care, stay safe, and I'll speak with you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.